morning, good morning, good morning. Right now we're going to be praying for the next 15 minutes. The scripture, 1 Timothy 2 from verse 1, says, I thought therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and for all that are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty, for this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, who will have all men to be saved and to come unto the knowledge of the truth. Hallelujah. Right now we're going to be recognizing our prayers. Praise God. And we're going to be praying. We're going to be praying for all men. We declare that this is a day of salvation and grace. And so we break the hold of the devil over men's lives, with which he has blinded their hearts. Says, I, we declare that he has turned from the power of Satan unto God. Hallelujah. Let's kindly unmute ourselves right away and begin to pray in other tongues. We're praying for all men, declaring that this is the day of salvation and grace. Every hold that the devil have over men's life, they are broken. We break the hold of the devil over men's life, which has blinded their hearts. We declare that we
Yes, in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, this is the day of salvation for all men all around the world. Yes, 
Kabaya, yes, hallelujah, salvation and grace, we broke the hold of the devil, over men's lives, hallelujah, wherein he burns their eyes, they are free from him, hallelujah, we thank you, Lord, we thank you. Yes, the scales are of their eyes. Yes, hallelujah. The blindness is gone. Hallelujah. Their hearts are open. Their eyes are open. Hallelujah. They have an understanding of the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. And they are healed. Their lives are transformed. Their lives are upgraded. Their turned, oh God, from the power of darkness unto light. They are turned from the power of Satan unto God. Five billion souls. Five billion souls. Five billion souls. Hallelujah. We take together with us at the rapture. No one left behind. Yes, Hallelujah. The hearts of the people are receptive of the gospel of salvation. Lika Santa Cabalere Bosco, Leprido Cosoto Cobene Kilo Brando Felegiza Faradagas Tesaha. Oh, hallelujah. Le crondo fretisa. Le piton mono brende kiza fenegere. Five billion souls, hallelujah. Five billion souls, kato shanamanda. No one, hallelujah. No one is shot in the trap of the enemy. Le krasata kabaya. Milabasata kabaya. Yes, and as we go out of God to win souls, hallelujah. We meet them and we testify of their heart being ready. Le krasata kabaya labaya. To receive the word and the gospel of salvation and grace. Le kosondo kobrondo kobrondo koboseti. Le kabante we see men yielding to the truth of God's word. We see men yielding to the gospel like never before. Yes, hallelujah. The harvest is ripe. The land is green. Thank you, precious Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Glory. Praise God. Father, we thank you. We exalt your holy name, O God. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everyone. Depending on where you are connecting from at this time, you are welcome to the Inspired by the Word Times of Devotion. Hallelujah. And today is another awesome day in the presence of God. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Amaka, for this opportunity once again. I'm grateful. Over to you right now, Ma. Thank you so much, Pastor Deborah. Um, thank you for the times of prayers. Hello, everybody. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. And welcome once again to um, the Inspired by the Word Devotional Times with the Lord. Today is um, Tuesday, the 23rd of February, and we're making tremendous progress. It's been over a month we started doing this. And if you have been consistent, you will know that so much has happened in your life and with your life. Today's devotional article title is Living for His Glory. Living for His Glory. And our opening scripture is taken from 2 Corinthians 5 and verse 15. And that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. In these last days, there's only one thing that matters, living for the Lord, living for his glory, living a life of purpose. In these last days, there's only one thing that matters, living for the Lord, living for his glory, 
living a life of purpose. Jesus showed us the example to follow in this regard. In John 17 and verse 4, he said, I have glorified thee on the earth. I have finished the work which thou givest me to do. That ought to be your thinking as well. Glorifying the Father should be your passion and purpose for living. How do you glorify the Father? It's by doing his will, doing that which he commits to you and finishing the work. Have you discovered his purpose for your life? Are you about his work? The purpose of the Father is the salvation of the whole world. The purpose of the Father is the salvation of the whole world. The purpose of the Father is the salvation of the whole world. That's the reason he sent Jesus. And your purpose in life is connected to this. No matter what you do in life, if you are not reaching the lost and winning souls, you are living an empty life. No matter what you do in life, if you are not reaching the lost and winning souls, you are living an empty life. You know, these are statements that when you read, <laughs> you read it again and again. It is what it is. No matter what you do in life, if you're not reaching the lost and winning souls, you're living an empty life. What this means is that whatever it is that you're involved in, whether you do business, whether you work, irrespective of your trade, irrespective of your industry, you have to be doing something about soul winning on a daily basis. And there are two major ways, let me say three major ways that you can do this and everyone can participate. One is in the place of prayer. You know, every morning we pray in accordance to First Timothy chapter one, chapter two rather, from verse one to four where he says that, first of all, supplication, giving of things and prayers, intercession, said, be made for all men. Now said, for kings and those that who are in authority. And he told us the reason for the prayer. He says, so that we may live a peaceable and quiet life in all godliness and honesty. So he's saying that our prayers will bring about the transformation. That means men will become saved because only a man that has peace on the inside can live in peace on the outside. And when they receive the Prince of Peace, who is Jesus Christ, they receive peace on the inside. So we need to hear what God did not say from what he said already in the scripture. So he was actually telling you that there's going to be a transformation that we will see on the outside because of the transformation that is happening in the hearts of the people on the inside and because the gospel is prospering. The second one is in personal evangelism. And if you've been joining us, we've emphasized this again and again. There, may be, there must be times when we are all committed individually to soul winning. If you have a cell that goes out on soul winning, if you have a chapter or a PCF that goes out on soul winning, blessed are you because you are being given an opportunity to do the thing that matters to God. But even if you're not doing it at this time, find time. You commit to work every day. You go around doing business. Maybe you enter the transport bus. Maybe you use Uber or, those, or the taxis, whatever it is. Somehow, some way, you are meeting people on a daily basis. Ensure that you are winning souls. If it comes to the point where you have to leave your house and then maybe go around your estate and win the souls around, do it. Then the third area is in kingdom financing. So, for instance, I am in Nigeria, and right now, Something is happening in China. Something in ha is happening in Taiwan. Something is happening in Korea. Something is happening in Japan, in the United Arab Emirates, in Dubai. Something is happening in India. But I am here physically in China. 
the only way I can go into China is number one, through my prayers, and then number two, through my giving. For instance, in our ministry where we have reach out programs, where there's a distribution of Rhapsody across the world, I can give and say, oh, this is for reach out China. So I may be here physically, but my seed has gone to China. And before the Lord, I am there winning souls. So these are three different ways that we can all participate. And there's not one of us that cannot do it. I did say that um, 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 we'll be, we're going to begin to post on the group about the nations and the prayers. <coughs> Excuse me. And from today, the post will begin. So you will see a nation and then you will see details about what you should pray for about that nation. So we'll start that this week. In fact, today. So be a part of it. These three areas, they help you in the area of soul winning. The Bible says, no matter what let me start from there. No matter what you do in life, if you're not reaching the lost and winning souls, you're living an empty life. The Bible says God is unwilling that any should perish, but that all men should come to repentance. Second Peter 3 and verse 9. You bring him glory in making this happen. He seeks to beautify the lives of those around you and lead them into righteousness through you. That's living a purposeful life. It doesn't matter how fruitful or effective you might have been in other areas. Listen to this. It doesn't matter how fruitful or effective you might have been in other areas. You see, for a lot of us, we might look at your work, we might look at your business, and you're doing so much, you are prospering. You're showing that grace is at work in your life in that area, fantastic. But he's saying that these things will not count if you do not excel in soul winning. You can win best graduating student. You can win best staff. You can win best company in the industry. It would not matter. It would not matter before God. If you are not excelling in soul winning. In taking the gospel to the lost, hopeless, hurting, and downtrodden, not just in your world, but also in the regions beyond. So the regions beyond now, the ones I'm telling you that your money can go represent you. You may not be able to say, ah, I want to be in China today and travel to China. But you can participate in the work of the gospel that is going on in China because there's so much that needs to be done in that country. I'm reading the last paragraph. A life well lived, a successful life that pleases God is one that achieves those things God destined you to do. Therefore, bring him glory by being effectual in leading men to righteousness. When we talk about finding purpose, I, 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 I used to tell my people and I would say that there is no purpose outside of man. And I, I, I would explain. I said, everything that God did was connected to man. If your purpose is not connected to man, by I'm being specific, if your purpose is not connected to that which the Lord did, then you haven't found purpose. The Bible says, for God so loved the world. What world? The world of men that he gave his only begotten son. This world of men that God so loved, do you, do you so love that world of men? This is one reason I'm very passionate about leadership. Oh, no, 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 I love, I love people. I love the opportunity to reach, to recruit, to raise, to build, to develop people for the kingdom, people for the Lord. Where I can look back and say, ah, I remember when this guy came, 
oh, look at him two years later. He's burning for the Lord. Now he's a leader and he's leading other people. I have such people. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave. So put your name there. For Amaka so loved the world that she gave. She gave herself to prayers. She gave herself to personal evangelism. She gave herself to kingdom financing. She gave herself to helping the poor. She gave herself to participating in everything that makes life better for mankind according to God's purpose. So every time that you ask, what is my purpose in life? Just go to that scripture and replace it with your name. No, people feel like, oh, um, Sister Maka, I don't know what my purpose is. I've been praying. Pray no more. It's there. So um, this is a, 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 a review for us. You know, for many of us, we are we're, we're mostly Christians here, if not all of us at the moment. I, I, I don't know if there's somebody here who's probably not born again. And if you're here, you can raise your hand so that we can lead you to Christ because that's the only way you can participate in what we are doing and what the Lord wants you to do with your life. So let's, let's, let's take the, for, for, for some it might be a correction to this um, um, Rhapsody of Realities. For some it might be an inspiration to say, oh, what you're doing, keep up with it. Some of you may have in the past be given to personal evangelism. Oh, um, so we know the week was you, but you probably stopped at some point. This is a time to resume. This is a time to continue. So if it's an instruction, if it's an inspiration, if it's a correction, whatever it is, receive it with meekness of heart and humility of spirit and jump at it and begin again. Praise God. So I'll hand over to Sister Joy and she'll take us through the further study and the Rhapsody prayers. Thank you so much, everyone. God bless you. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for that um, inspiring session. Thank you, Ma, for the opportunity. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you're connecting from. I'll be taking the further study Reading from John 15, 8. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Matthew 5, 16. Let your light so shine before men, that they, ma they may see your good works, and glorify your Father which is in heaven. And finally, 2 Corinthians 5, 15. And he died for all, so that all those who live might live no longer to and for themselves, but to and for him who died and was raised again for their sake. Praise God. Right now, we're going to be taking the Rhapsody prayers. Um, please stay muted and just take it along with me or after me. Dear Father, I thank you for giving me the opportunity and ability to influence those in my world with the gospel. I go forth today in the fullness of the blessings of Christ, impacting my world with your grace and righteousness, turning men from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan unto God, in Jesus' name, amen. Thank you so much, esteemed Sister Maka, for the opportunity. Right now, I'd like to hand over to Brother Z for the New Testament reading of the one-year Bible plan. Thank you. Thank you so much, Sister Joy. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Depending on where you're connecting from, um, at this moment, I will be reading the New Testament. Thank you so much, Sister Maka, for this platform. We're reading the New Testament, and we're reading the book of Mark, chapter 6, today. And we've been reading the message translation, and it's been a very, very interesting read. So reading from Mark, chapter 6, verse 1 to 29. 
Praise God. Please co-host. I'm getting some feedback. Maybe we can mute somebody that is unmuted. Praise God. So just the carpenter. Verse 1 says, He left there and returned to his hometown. His disciples came along. On the Sabbath, he gave a lecture in the meeting place. He made a real hit, impressing everyone. We had no idea he was this good, they said. How did he get so wise all of a sudden, get such ability? But in the next breath, they were cutting him down. <laughs> He's just a carpenter, Mary's boy. We have known him since he was a kid. We've known his brothers, James, Justice, Jude, Jude and Simon and his sisters. <laughs> Who does he think he is? They tripped over what little they knew about him and fell sprawling, and they never got any further. Jesus told them, a prophet has little honor in his hometown. Among his relatives on the streets he played in as a child. Jesus wasn't able to do much of anything there. He laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. That's all. He couldn't get over their stubbornness. He left and married the circuits of the other villages, teaching. Praise God. And when we don't honor the anointing on someone, we can't really receive from them. And this is what happened here. Jesus could not do anything. Jesus, the Almighty, the fullness of God himself, could not do anything in that town because they didn't honor the anointing he carried and it couldn't operate. The caption, the 12, Jesus called the 12 to him and sent them out in pairs. He gave them authority and power to deal with the evil opposition. He sent them off with these instructions. Don't think you need a lot of extra equipment for this. You are the equipment. No special, no special appeals for funds. Keep it simple. And no luxury inns. Get a modest place and be content there until you leave. If you're not welcomed, not listening to, quietly redraw. Don't make a scene. Shrug your shoulders and be on your way. Then they were on the road. They preached with joyful urgency that life can be radically different. Right and left, they sent the demons packing. They brought wellness to the sick, anointing their bodies, healing their spirits. Um, it's just so important here that Jesus gave them authority and power. And you and I as New Testament believers, we have the authority and power. You know, but I was listening to one of pastor's messages, Pastor Chris's messages, and he was saying that faith is recognizing that you have something. You have possessed it. So that authority and power that we have, you need to know it. Just like you know that you have shoes in your house right now, that acknowledgement that you have shoes in your house, even though you're not in your house, but you know you have shoes in your house. So knowing that you have authority and power, that is the first step in using it. If you don't have that understanding that you have these things, you can use them. And as Christians, we have been given authority to cast out devils. We have given power to heal the sick and to do all that we need to do to exercise change and rulership in our lives. But knowing it is the first step. If you don't know you have something, how then can you use it? The caption, the death of John, from verse 14. King Herod had of all this, for by this time, the name of Jesus was on everyone's lips. He said, this has to be John the baptizer, come back from the dead. That's why he's able to work miracles. Others said, no, it's Elijah. Others said, he's a prophet, just like one of the old time prophets. But Herod wouldn't bulge. It's John, sure enough. <laughs> I cut off his head and now he's back alive. He so believed in John. Herod was the one who had ordered the arrest of John, put him in chains and sent him to prison at the nagging of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife. For John had provoked Herod by naming his relationship with Herodias adultery. Herodias, smoldering with hate, wanted to kill him but he didn't dare because Herod was in awe of John. Convinced that he was a holy man, he gave him special treatment. Whenever he listened to him, he was miserable with guilt, and yet he couldn't stay away. Something in John kept pulling him back. 
But a potential day arrived when Herod threw a birthday party, inviting all the brass and blue, blue, blue bloods in Galilee. Herodias' daughter entered the banquet hall and danced for the guests. She dazzled Herod and the guests. The king said to the girl, ask me anything. I'll give you anything you want. Carried away, he kept on. I swear, I'll split my kingdom with you if you say so. This is what happens to people when they're under intoxication of alcohol. She went back to her mother and said, what shall I ask for? Ask for the head of John the baptizer. Excited, she ran back to the king and said, I want the head of John the baptizer served up on a platter and I want it now. That sobered the king up fast. <laughs> his highness glared. But unwilling to lose face with his guest, he caved in and let her have her wish. The king sent the executioner off to prison with orders to bring back John's head. He went, cut off John's head, brought it back on a platter and presented it to the girl who gave it to her mother. When John's disciples heard about this, they came and got the body and gave it a decent burial. May the Lord bless this reading in our hearts in Jesus' name. Thank you so much, Sister Marco, for this platform. And I'm handing over to Brother John, who will take the Old Testament reading. Thank you, everybody. Have a blessed day. Thank you very much, Brother. Okay, um, we're going to Leviticus, and we only have one chapter to read today. Leviticus chapter 24. And the caption is Light and Bread. Firstly, I want to thank Sister Maka for this opportunity. Okay. God spoke to Moses, ordered the people of Israel to bring you virgin olive oil for light so that the lamps may be kept burning continually. Aaron is in charge of keeping these lamps burning in front of the curtain that screens the testimony in the tent of meeting from evening to morning continually before God. This is a perpetual decree down through the generations. Aaron is responsible for keeping the lamps burning continually on the lampstand of pure gold before God. Verse 5, take fine flour and bake 12 loaves of bread using about four quarts of flour to a loaf. Arrange them in two rows of six each on the table of pure gold before God. Along each row, spread pure incense marking the bread as a memorial. It is a gift to God. Regularly, every Sabbath, regularly, every Sabbath, this bread is to be set before God, a perpetual covenantal response from Israel. The bread then goes to Aaron and his sons who are to eat it in a holy place. It is their most holy share from the gifts to God. This is a perpetual decree. Verse 10, one day, the son of an Israelite mother and an Egyptian father went out among the Israelites. A fight broke out in the camp between him and an Israelite. The son of the Israelite woman blasphemed the name of God and cursed. They brought him to Moses. His mother's name was Shalomith, daughter of Dibri, of the tribe of Dan. They put him in custody, waiting for God's will to be revealed to them. Then God spoke to Moses, take the blasphemer outside the camp. Have all those who heard him place their hands on his head. Then have the entire congregation stone him. Then tell the Israelites, anyone who curses God will be held accountable. Anyone who blasphemes the name of God must be put to death. The entire congregation must stone him. It makes no difference whether he is a foreigner or a native. If he blasphemes the name, he will be put to death. Verse 17, anyone who hits and kills a fellow human must be put to death. Anyone who kills someone's animal must make it good, a life for a life. Anyone who injures his neighbor will get back the same as he gave, fracture for fracture, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. What he did to hurt that person will be done to him. Anyone who hits and kills an animal must make it good. But whoever hits and kills a fellow human will be put to death. 
and it are not double standards. The same rule goes for foreigners and natives. I am God, your God. Moses then spoke to the people of Israel. They brought the blasphemer outside the camp and stoned him. The people of Israel followed the orders God had given Moses. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> and the Lord bless his reading. Amen. Over to you, Sister Maka. Thank you very much once again. Thank you so much for that, John. Thank you, everybody. Um, we've come to the end of today's Bible reading plan. Um, we only had the chapter in the Old Testament. So we can take a few testimonies. Um, um, and um, people who want to share what they've learned. You know, in the course of this Bible reading, in the course of our fellowship and the devotion time on a daily basis, I think today we can take about three people. If you'd like to share, please raise your hand. What is it doing in your life as a Christian? What has these times of devotion inspired you to do? What has changed? What is better? What steps are you taking in the direction of the things that you're hearing on a daily basis? And if you also have any form of testimony that has come from this session, Okay, so I see one hand. Um, I see um, Maximus Christopher. Um, two more, two more, and the first two to go up will be added to this one, and then we can, that's all we'll take. I see Daisy. One more. One more. You want to share your testimony? You want to share what you've learned or what you've been learning? Okay, um, Brother Maximus Christopher, please go ahead and unmute yourself. And then I see fitting light. Okay, so we have the three people. Go ahead, Brother Christopher. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everyone. My name is Maximus Christopher. Uh, the first day I joined um, um, the devotion, I got a prophecy from Sister Amaka, and, and she prophesied that that day, uh, I was expecting a miracle and things were going to happen to me. And I believe me, since that day, it's been awesome. As it's been from glory to glory. Since that day, I've been getting calls from people that want to do things with me, which ordinarily it wouldn't have been so. And it's been, I saying, since that day, my, 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 my faith has increased because now I, 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 I depend so much on the word of God and I can see that grace has been working for me since that very day I said it's been beautiful it's been awesome it's been it's been amazing since that day that I I I I, I get anxious for nothing I don't disturb myself for anything anymore everything that I want I just know that as long as I keep my faith on the word of God everything since that day has been beautiful it's been beautiful thank God it's been beautiful thank you so much for the opportunity thank you Hallelujah, praise God. I, I, amazingly, I remember that day. Um, um, we were we were probably rounding off already, right? And then yes. something happened, yes. and then your name just came up. And I saw I I, I heard the spirit of God say it was I, I just heard your name and I heard what the spirit of God said, and I remember very well. So congratulations. I didn't even know it was your first time. <laughs> Amazing. Congratulations. Sister Daisy, let's hear your testimony. Thank you so much, Sister Maka. Good morning. Thank you for this opportunity to share my testimony. Good morning, everyone. My name is Ibutai Barrett Daisy. Actually, this prayer has really, really done so much in my life. But I just want to share one test. Mr. Daisy, you appear a bit far from your phone, so we're straining to hear you. Okay, okay, sorry. Fantastic. Thank you, I'm really grateful for this opportunity to share my testimony. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Ebere Daisy Ebuta. It was on Sunday. This... um. This our prayer time has really, really done so much in my life. It has, I have numerous testimonies, but I just want to share one, the most recent. On Sunday, when we were talking about um, when Sister Michael was explaining the rhapsody, 
she said that what is it that you are passing through in your family? She didn't say in your life, in your family, that you should take charge of it. And that morning, my elder, my immediate elder sister told me that she was in the hospital. Yes, she was due to deliver. And when she got to the hospital, they told her that the baby is breached. That the baby is not even looking like he wants to come out. So when Sister Maka just said that, that if you take the communion, that you should take charge. Ah, it's as if something came on me. I picked up my phone and called my sister. I spoke to that baby. I said, baby, you have to come out. You turn and you come out. In the name of Jesus, my dear, before I could finish the second one, the nurses shouted, oh, the baby's out, the baby's out, the baby's out. Wow. Just like that, I took charge. <laughs> Mr. Maka, thank you so much for giving me that boldness. Maybe I didn't realize that I had so much power. I didn't realize what I could have done with just taking the communion. Thank you so much. The baby's out. The mother is strong. The baby is strong. Even they left the hospital the, the same day. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Congratulations, Sister Daisy. Wow. So maybe somebody is hearing this and you something has been happening in your family and you're wondering, what can I do? What can I do? It's time to take charge. Praise God. Okay, so we'll hear from Brother Fitton's light finally. Please go ahead and unmute. Good morning, Ma, and good morning, amazing family. Uh, thank you so much, Sister Makama, for this amazing platform, which has truly been a blessing to every one of us. And, you know, I just want to share this very awesome testimony because, you know, I think some few days ago, the I'm in Cyprus, by the way, and uh, the prime minister had announced that um, there will be, before we meet face to face, every student and lecturer must be injected before we ever meet face to face for anything. So when I heard that, it really dawned on my spirit, like, what does it mean? So I remember, and pastor has instructed us that those vaccine we shouldn't take. And I said, okay. And, you know, when we met for the devotion and the breaking of bread, and as Sister Maka always shared that you can place a demand on this, you can decide anything. And I say, as one man, I'm going to be declaring that this thing will not come to pass. It must be changed. This law must be changed. And we home, you know, as we've been breaking bread and be praying for the nations, that has been my heartfelt cry, you know, that this law must be changed and just I think about two days ago that minister of health was sacked and <laughs> hallelujah so just that alone is it, it plays so much happiness and you know I know indeed the Lord is faithful and he's done it thank you so much Ma, for this platform Ma. hallelujah praise God you know, um, we hold so much power as a Christian, as one man. See, it's not about you. It's the fact that you carry Jesus on the inside. I did say that when you speak, when you say anything, when you show up, it's not you that they see. It's not you that they hear. It is the Lord Jesus. And this is the reason why God will answer every prayer you pray. If he did not hear it, he did not hear it. If God heard it, he answered. Because when you pray in the name of Jesus, which is the other of praying according to God's will, he hears us. He hears us at all times. Look at what Brother Fittinsley just shared, changing the course of things in his own nation where he is. 
Imagine what would change if you pray for your president rather than join people who are insulting the, your president on social media. We are not raised that way. Don't be the one who is quick to jump on a meme on social media that demeans your president, that speaks evil of someone in authority. The Bible says pray for them. He didn't say mock them. He didn't say insult them. They may be doing something annoying, something irritating, something that seems to be frustrating the country. If they knew better, they would act better. So pray for them. So there's something I want us to do. I want to know how many countries that we have, because instead of praying for a country per day, we can actually take hold of our different countries and pray for them. So after this devotion, post on the group, tell us your name and tell us the country, the country where you live, because if there's no peace in that country, you will not be fine. You know, so I know we, we probably don't live in the country where we, um, um, that is our nationality, but tell us the country where you live. So write your full name and tell us the country where you live. It will help us in planning the daily prayer sessions and the daily prayer sessions are personal. We're not going to be coming um, on board to um, pray together. We already pray for the first 15 minutes and everyone is expected at that 15 minutes to pray, you know, for the whole world, for presidents, for those who are in authority and for all of mankind. At this moment, um, we're going to um, take the Pauline affirmation and then we're going to um, return to take our communion. The time for communion is a time of change. You just be conscious of it, that whatever must move, <laughs> it will move at that time. Whatever must change, that's the time. Over to you, Brother Martins, for the Pauline affirmation. God bless you. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Good afternoon, good evening, depending on where you're connected from. First, I want to say a very big thank you to you, Sister Maka, for this opportunity to take the Pauline affirmation. Okay, our Pauline affirmation, normally in the morning like this, we take our affirmation starting with our names. Your name, say your name first. You take the first paragraph, I have the spirit of wisdom and revelation. Then you take your name again, you say I, you say your name, and I'm granted according to the riches. The third paragraph, you say your name, my love abounds. Okay, I'll kindly ask everyone to unmute right now as we take this affirmation at a count of three. One, two, three. My name is and 
Praise the Lord, hallelujah, glory to God. At this moment, we'll be taking the communion and I'm reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 11 and from verse 23. It says, For I received of the Lord that which also I delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take it, this is my body which is broken for you, just doing remembrance of me. Father, thank you, O God. Jesus, the night he was betrayed, took bread and affirmed his lordship by the breaking of bread. That is why we know, oh God, that there is no situation that we cannot humble when we do this. Because we remind ourselves that Jesus Christ, <laughs> he paid it all. He paid it all. He paid it all. And the Bible says that you gave him a name that is above every other name. That are the name of Jesus, every knee bows. We have heard the testimony today that Sister Daisy, at the name of Jesus, commanded a child that was breached in the womb to come out, and instantly the child responded. We heard, we heard from Brother Maximum how things changed the day you told him to expect a miracle, and it's been that way since then. We also heard from Brother Fitting's light how you put off and put out a man from his office for insisting that mankind would receive a vaccine that you have refused that they should receive. These testimonies give us the assurance that there is nothing that you did not settle when you died. Therefore, now as we break this bread, if it is a breaking out of the office, if it's a breaking into something, whatever it is, we declare that thing broken. <laughs> if it's a breaking that will give an access to one of us in this place, that breaking happens now. As we break this bread, as we break this bread, as we break this bread, that name has a name. Hey, that thing has a name. And that name, whatever it is, is subject to the name of Jesus. That person has a name and that name is subject to the name of Jesus. That sickness, that condition of health has a name. And you are subject to the name of Jesus. Whatever you are, whatever it is, we speak to you in the name of the Lord Jesus and we ask that you bow now, 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 now. There is a change now, now. We say now, not tomorrow, not next tomorrow, now. Whatever that matter, a change now. That brother who has been away for many years, haha, <laughs> and caught off touch with his family. Now, now we are calling him back. He will find his way back now, 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 today. Within the next 24 hours, he'll be found. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Break the bread and eat it. And eat it with the consciousness of the dominion and the authority that Christ gave to you. Knowing that there is a change. There is a change. There is a change. Hallelujah. And in verse 25, after the same manner, also he took the cup when he had stopped saying, this cup is the new testament in my blood. The new testament in my blood. The new testament in my blood. These do ye as often as you drink is in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, ye do shew the Lord's death till he comes. The new testament. Oh, the new testament. This is the testament that bettered us. This is a testament that paid it all for the past and gave us a new future. Thank you, Lord. The new has come. The new has come. The new has come. The change has come. Thank you. This blood is speaking, speaking favor, speaking pleasure, speaking joy, speaking peace, speaking the advantage, speaking Speaking, speaking acceptability, speaking progress, speaking success, speaking expansion, speaking prosperity. Thank you, Lord. Speaking unity in that family that has been divided before now. Brother, sister, take charge of your family. Disallow disharmony. Disallow it. 
and unify the family. You can, you can. The wisdom of God is at work in you and you got grace for it. No more divided families. No more divided families in our midst. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. It is so, it is so, it is so, as you have said, in Jesus' name. And the people of God will say, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you for connecting daily. And thank you for returning with testimonies. You know, it's one thing for the Lord to say something to you. It's one thing for you to believe, to take a hold of the word and to cause it to come to pass in your life. So congratulations. And let us have more testimonies. There should be no one that has been participating in these sessions that does not have a testimony. It is not, it is not, <laughs> do refuse not to have a testimony. Refuse it. And I want to say thank you to the co-host. You guys are simply amazing. Thank you for daily blessing us with the investment of your personality and the, and, and the ministrations of the Spirit of God deposited in you. God bless you. Congratulations. If you know anybody, it's, it's congratulations. Congratulations. It is happening. Congratulations. We all return with testimonies. Praise God. At this moment, let's share the benediction and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with us now and forevermore. Oh, sorry. I noticed that you guys could not unmute yourself. Okay, please unmute yourself now. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the is with us now I love you. 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 I love you.